sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I are here for another hour. Jimmy B and TC this afternoon from 4 until 6. And then uh, we will do it all again tomorrow in those same two time slots. Mitch Holt is coming up in about 10 minutes, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to talk a lot about Travis Kelsey uh, with uh, with Mitch Holtis. Vinny Iyer will do some more on the NFL with Vinny Iyer's Sporting News. And then Zuba Mahente for a few minutes. Uh, he'll check in with us uh, before we get out of here at 2 o'clock. We didn't talk at all about baseball and mm-hmm. pati- particularly the Cubs with Cole Hamels making his Cubs debut last night, Trent. And while certainly the strikeouts were there, um, look, you want your guy to be able to go more than five innings. He threw 95 pitches. It's a win. I'll get it. Didn't give up an earned run in the uh, in in his five innings. Um, strikeouts huge, nine of them. But again, you only went five innings. Well, isn't that realistic though? What you're going to get from Cole Hamels? I don't think he at this point in his career is a guy that you expect to get seven every time. Not that saying seven, but it would kill you to go six. <laughs> well, not kill you, but if you want his arm to stay on by September, maybe it would. All right. Pitches up there, first time around, mm-hmm. probably a little extra adrenaline. Oh, I'm sure he was. Pumped up. He talked about you know, growing up and flipping on WGM, as people of our age range did. And mm-hmm. that, that was afternoon baseball for a lot of people. So, no, I, I get it. It's fine. Five leads the National League in ERA. I don't think he's qualified yet for that, as Dan Welter said <laughs> last night that. on Twitter. Boy, he's a fan, isn't he? Oh, he cracks me up. He's a funny guy. He's he a is. funny guy. And, uh, yeah, I... I Encouraged mm-hmm. because, oh, it's way better than getting shelled and having to leave after a one and a third. Yes, I didn't know what was left in the tank, and I, I still, I still am a bit concerned. Well, Dave Raymond, who is the voice of the Texas Rangers, we had him on when whatever Monday, Tuesday, Monday. earlier in the week, Monday. Um, and saw all of his starts over the last couple of years as he does their the Rangers games. Kind of led us to believe that there might have been a little bit more. Some off-the-field stuff apparently was kind yeah. of resonating a little bit. And, um, you know, don't let the July numbers fool you, I think, is what he said. So that was kind of encouraging. And, look, the strikeout numbers, I mean, 9Ks? Right. Absolutely. Signed for that in a heartbeat. And here's the silver lining. And, and if it if it is a 5, 5 and 2 thirds, 6 they got a pretty good bullpen there waiting to come in and uh, mm-hmm. and, and finish the game out for him. So uh, bullpen has not been not been a problem, although Twitter was great when Chatwood came into the game. <laughs> now, I didn't see the game last night. And then I admittedly, if it was on Channel 5, shame on me. Okay. I didn't check there. All right. I checked 17. I checked 23. I checked 665. I went to MLB Network. I, I have the MLB package, mm-hmm. so I went to, I think it was 7-whatever it was on, and, oh, you're blacked out in this area, but we're going to find you another spot. And it was blacked out there, too. Um, so I think the game was blacked out. I don't think Central Eye was able to see it, but for whatever reason, it dawned on me this morning, you doofus, you never checked WOI. I don't think they did have the game, though. Well, I only saw highlights of it because I was in Indianola last night at the Balloon Festival up. Why? Eh, Just something to year. do? Do it every year. Do you? Go down there, Ella likes the balloons, you know, the hot air balloons. And But uh, it was too windy. It was over 10-mile-an-hour mm. winds, so they didn't fly. 
So we just got to see him light up. and So you got to see Indianola. And then sat in the field trying to leave there. We did not move for 35 minutes. Really? Did not. So what time is this at? 9.15. So you stuck her. They, they, they tried to you tried to get this in before yeah. they called it. <laughs> well, and they didn't call it. They, they said, in fact, they announced it right when we got there about 6.45, 7 o'clock that that was the way it was going to be. Not going to be able to fly tonight, but... We'll light them up uh, they, as dust sails. They all of them line up and they hit the fire and they all light up. And how and many? Give me an idea. How many are there? Thirty. Is it really thirty-five? Yeah. It, I mean, it's entertaining. They got rides and stuff and inflatables for the kids to jump on. And now, now if you part. didn't, L is what three? Yes. If you didn't have a three-year-old, would you have been there? No. No, of course not. <laughs> no. No, of course not. You no. Watching, no. Fight, trying to find a baseball game like uh, I was. Right. Well, they do have beer there, too. That makes oh, they do. Yeah. I had no. In the field itself? Yes. Like a vendor coming to your car? You, well, you, you don't sit in your car. You come into, you bring your lawn chairs, and you come in where they're all kind of set up. And then they got a bunch of carnival food and the rides for the kids. And you know it's what? It's a is, big spectacle. As many events as we promote. Yeah. Thanks to our uh, our friends that make it possible for us to do this and don't need advertising and want us to direct it to charities. And if you're listening to the show, why why is there so many darn charities on there? Well, that's that's through the kindness of uh, I'm not going to say who because I want to be inundated. Um, why didn't we promote the Indianola Balloon Fest? Put that on the list for next year. Put it on because it's next a fun year. event. It, yeah. it really is, and it's still going on the rest of the week. So right. there's their PSA for today. Absolutely, you did a good PSA there. Thank you. Would you? If you didn't have a three year old, would you be there? No. No. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing they probably would have looked for something else for next year. <laughs> um, we'll take a break. Mitch Holt is going to join yep. us when we come back. Right. Uh, we'll talk uh, some Kansas City Chiefs. Vinny Iyer is going to be here. Mahomes is. Struggling. Yeah, I see that, but your boy. I know. I your know. boy. Does that worry you? Not me, because I never was all in. Does right. it worry you? No, not as a Bronco fan. I mean, I hope he struggles. <laughs> you talk about playing both sides. You're in good shape either yeah, way. I'm in right? Great shape. Yeah. Absolutely. I uh, will come back. We'll talk to the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. When we continue here, it's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. Walkers, families, friends, and supporters will gather at Principal Park on October 6th for the Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS, where they will celebrate their support and help raise awareness of the disease. ALS is a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord. Eventually, people with ALS will lose the ability to initiate and control muscle movement, which often leads to total paralysis and death within two to five years of diagnosis. For reasons unknown, veterans are twice as likely to develop ALS. To join our fight of ending ALS, visit walktodefeatals.org. Sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. 
Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515 225 
888-888-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net you found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 kbgg Welcome back, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself take you until 2 o'clock, Cardinal fans. Um, zip, zip, uh, Colorado and St. Louis, but the Cardinals have them at first and third with one out. You know what, this Cardinal team, you got to give them credit. I thought that they were you left for dead. Mm-hmm. They're hanging around. I mean, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I don't. they got three teams, I think, in their own division better than them because I believe the Pirates have established themselves as better than them. I know the Brewers are. In fact, I think the Brewers are going to give the Cubs all they want down the stretch. I, I can see it. And oh, they're tough, Trent. More additions to the bullpen. I'm still a little confused what they were doing. You bring in Moustakis. You mm. move Shaw to second base. Mm-hmm. Then you bring in Scope. Scope. I know it. Ooh. He's been terrible this year until really the last two, three weeks. Still, that's a young guy. I, I don't know. A little head scratching. With Didn't you. get another starter. Mm-hmm. But with that bullpen, you only need four. No, but they got a glut of infielders. I, I'm with you. I didn't understand it as well, especially the scope thing. I mean, mm-hmm. late in the game, I thought they'd done their move, made their moves with right. Mustakas and Shaw moving over. Um, Anyways, uh, Mitch Holtis coming up. We're going to talk about Travis Kelsey, amongst other things, with Mitch Holtis. We will get to him here momentarily. Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News, and then uh, Zubin Mahente from ESPN. Let's get to the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. You can hear the Chiefs home and away all season long right here on 1700 KBGG. Hello, Mitch Holtis. How are you? Hello, Ken, and hello, Trent. Doing okay, yeah. Another day of just grinding away in training camp style. Pads are on for the is this second or third consecutive day. Second consecutive day, and it's a bit of a uh, it's a bit of a peculiar setup. Andy Reid, I talk about the collective bargain agreement with you guys all the time, uh, and you're limited to so many days in pads. So Andy tries to figure out how to strategically place those. This is the second of two consecutive days. Off day tomorrow, odd, because there was just an odd day, off day Tuesday. But then three more days of pads after tomorrow. Saturday, which is family fun day, be a huge crowd. We'll have maybe 5,000 here. Sunday, Monday, pads, pads, pads. So it goes pads, pads, off, pads, pads, pads. Mm. That's as much as these guys will be in pads in consecutive days the entire year. It's a little bit of an old-school approach by Andy Reid. So, as always, there's reports coming out, and uh, one of the reports I saw from practice is a lot of interceptions out of Patrick Mahomes, young guy, first time as a starter. Is is it just being a little sensationalized here in media, or is there a little bit of concern him trying to force into those tight windows? What's in between that, Trent? It's a great question, and I'm really trying to find a way to describe it but it's somewhere in between the scenarios or the, the possible answers that you gave. Does that make sense? Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he's throwing some more today. He had three yesterday, including one in the red zone. He threw a couple more today. Uh, I think it's a couple things. One is it's almost like he's trying too hard. Not that you're the QB1. It's different, yep. right? Yep. Two, uh, the defense is not giving cutting him any slack. They're coming after him like he's Phillip Rivers. <laughs> Three, the offensive line has got to step up. They've been a little bit of a disappointment. And four, he's misread some stuff. And uh, I would give this analogy. Uh, he is the fast, 
he can throw the deep ball and the deep out maybe as good as anybody in the league. I kid you not. But it's the 12, 8 to 12 to 15 yard range touch pass that is it's sometimes being a fighter pilot and he didn't see the plane come out of the clouds. And so there have been several of those. And then the one in the red zone troubled me yesterday because those, those can't happen right. uh, because I think he'll be a good red zone quarterback. So one of the guys that he's uh, looking to find those tight windows is Travis Kelsey. If not the best tight end of the league, certainly he is in the conversation. What's, uh, what's Kelsey had to say about the new quarterback? Well, he, he likes him very much. Now, I'm going to set up. I had a chance to talk with Kels, in, but I was with Kels in Springfield, Missouri. We did a big event for Big Brothers, Big Sisters. We're in front of 1,200 people in a formal event on a stage, and I asked him about Mahomes. He said, Mahomes, he goes, I love Alex. He goes, Alex would hit me if I'm open. But he goes, Mahomes can get me open. And I asked him the other day what he meant by that and why people are so excited about Mahomes and especially Travis Kelsey. Um, what he does is he, he sees the field really well and he kind of anticipates a lot. And he knows that his arm can can put it just about anywhere that that he uh, he deems necessary. So it's... um. It's fun knowing that all right, I can find a void in a in a zone that might not be as big of a void as you know Alex would be comfortable shooting in. Um, not to take anything away from Alex, because of how great he was, but you know Mahomes just kind of trusts his arm a little bit better or, or a little bit more in, uh, in in those tight window situations. And there you have it. And and I think that that will translate hopefully over time to more red zone production and more touchdown production from Kelsey. Kelsey, if he gets 1,000 yards again this year, only Gonzalez has had three consecutive years as a tight end of 1,000 yards uh, in receiving. Uh, but the yards may be less, but the touchdowns may be more. And that's going to make the Chiefs a better team, in my opinion. And it could be because uh, Mahomes can hit those tight windows. Kelsey's, uh, I would say, in the prime of his career right now, right, at 28 years of age, how much more does he have, do you think? Because as I, you know, watch the Chiefs, and uh, I, I think he's almost he's almost Gronkowski-like unstoppable. He's a matchup nightmare. How much more is there there, Mitch? I think there's at least five really good years there, Ken. He's a, he's a superb athlete, as you've alluded to. He's in good shape. He takes care of himself. And, and I think one thing that's helping, he's becoming more mature. I really think there was some issue. You know, we've seen him. He, sure. And, he, and he, here's what he fights, Ken. I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you what he fights. Guys, they keep trying to take him out. They'll try to cut at his legs mm-hmm. or they take a shot or a cheap shot at him because they know how valuable he is to the team. Uh, I've seen it happen on three different occasions. In the playoff game last year, he gets knocked out of that game. Mm-hmm. And he gets frustrated, particularly when these guys take cheap shots at him. Well, his retaliation became more of a problem than – the intent of the opponent. And so he's learning how to deal with that. And, and that leads to me to say he can last longer in the league because he can learn how to deal with those situations. But I think from a physical standpoint, he's got five really good years ahead of him. He could become a Hall of Fame tight end. Behind him, uh, Demetrius Harris, we saw a little bit more from him a year ago as the season went on at his biggest game at the end of the season in the regular season against the Broncos their Week 17 how much more with the new offensive coordinator there? It's still Andy Reid's offense, you know that, but maybe some more two tight end sets this year with uh, Harris? Well, that's a more compelling question to me, and I'm going to tell you where 
Andy Reid, and he's revolutionized the NFL in the last five years. And where he has done it is with three tight end sets. Mm-hmm. He brought it out in 2014. We win the Miami game because of it. And now tons of teams are setting up some uh, a good portion of their offensive package is three tight ends. Now, you've hit a very compelling question that I don't have an answer for on the 2nd of August at 117 <laughs> because they need to find consistency in Harris. He led the league in drops two years ago. He dropped his first pass. Uh, in front of 3,000 fans here at camp, and everybody collectively groaned. And he's pu- he's going to miss the first game this year because of a uh, suspension. It's I don't know if they've got that second or third tight end. Can Harris be the second tight end? Who's the third? And I probably shouldn't say this because I might get caught for speeding here, but I'll take the fan kid from Iowa right now. <laughs> I saw him play. I saw him play against Northwestern last year, and he dropped the pass on fourth yes. and three in overtime. But I've seen enough. I went back and watched his. I just was so excited about the kid. I went back and watched some tape of Iowa's year last year going, he would be a perfect complement right now. Can you imagine him with Kelsey? No, he's thanks. got a powerful <laughs> enough. You know, he can block. He's a powerful enough guy to block, yeah. but he's skilled to be in the 8 to 12 yard range to catch the ball uh, and maybe even beyond. But you don't have to have beyond when you have Kelsey. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, you find that guy, and maybe it's Harris, but. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But you've asked a great question because Andy loves to run three tight end sets. Mm, that was the Bronco fan coming out of me when he said no thanks to <laughs> yeah, Fanta Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, but what I am excited about, because I, I had to duck out during your appearance yesterday, so I know it's August. I have no idea what Donaldson's up to. Clue me in. Well, yeah, he's just taking it another. Because you know what? This is When we do these training camp segments, it is like the birds of Capistrano. Because it's always the birthday party for them. August is their birthday party. It's 22 years for the folks at Papa John's of Iowa, and they're celebrating giving the present to you. A free two-liter with the purchase of any large specialty pizza for 12 bucks. A free. It used to be that the free two-liter was 12 bucks, or the two-liter. So a free two-liter with the purchase of any large specialty pizza for 12 bucks. Happy birthday. Uh, to the Donaldsons, and I appreciate all they do for uh, the state of Iowa and Des Moines. And we appreciate what you do for us. Thank you, Mitch Holtz. It's good to talk to you. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow, Iowa Hawkeye flavor. Get ready for it. I can't wait. Talk to you then. See you, Mitch Holtis, voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll come back. Vinny Iyer lined up, Trent? Yeah, more He's not lined up yet, but we'll get him during the break. We'll continue on here. Zoom Mahente as well. Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do something about it. Here's to the heroes who lift each other up and make a difference, who get out there, take action. Every step, every dollar, 
Every voice matters. Join us in the fight against breast cancer and be a hero. Get registered today for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us provide life-saving research and breast health services to women in our community. Visit ComenGreaterIowa.org slash DMRace to get registered today. Sponsored by Walgreens. Walgreens is here for all your diabetes needs. Stop by today to consult with your pharmacist and get trusted advice and tips about your diabetes medication and testing supplies. This week's sweet deal is Gino's Pizza and Pub. Gino's is a new restaurant just outside of downtown Des Moines with a rooftop to come out and enjoy the beautiful summer weather. It's all brand new and located at 508 Indianola Avenue in Des Moines. Gino's specializes in a variety of great pizzas, pork tenderloins, and delicious wings. Gino's Pizza and Pub is a family-friendly place. They invite you to bring out the family and kids eat free on Monday and Tuesday nights with a purchase of adult entrees. On Thursdays, you can get a large pizza for just $8 to dine in or for even takeout. That's right, $8 and enjoy the pizza wherever you'd like. Located at 508 Indianola Avenue in Des Moines with great views of the skyline. Geno's is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Geno's certificates for only $25. There's a limited number and they're sure to go fast. So get yours Friday morning at 9 at this station's website under the sweet deals tab. Michael's Pizza has been a part of the neighborhood for 35 years. Come hang out and enjoy a pie and a beer. Lunch, dinner, you'll always find great pizza. 2629 Beaver Avenue or online at dsmpizza.com. Be sure to say hello to John and Lindsay. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at CFIOWA.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th in University in Windsor Heights. The Arizona-Iowa Baseball Company has become a one-stop shop for all of your field product needs. Arizona-Iowa Mounds can provide you with anything to make your field look great and play great from portable pitching mounds to field products and equipment. With multiple items stocked for the season, Arizona-Iowa Mounds offer same-day delivery on stocked items items, and free field consultant to Iowa Little Leagues, high schools, and colleges. And individual lessons are available for baseball and softball players at their location. 3976 Northwest Urbandale Drive, the Arizona-Iowa Baseball Company. Hey guys, Trent Cotton back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. 
on. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, giving away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. It's our final segment here. We'll take you up until 2 o'clock. It's a busy segment. We're going to hear from a couple of guys. Zubin Mahente ESPN coming up in, oh, about 10, 12 minutes or so. Right now, Vinny Iyer, Sporting News. He's their NFL, one of their NFL columnists. Of course, opening night in the NFL. It's the Hall of Fame game here tonight, and Vinny joins us. Uh, Vinny, Trent, and Ken, how are you, Vinny Iyer? Did the offseason fly by or drag on, in your opinion? I think it dragged on a little bit more than usual this year. I don't think we had any major controversies. There was some talk about the Patriots, but then up we had LaShawn McCoy late, but nothing that really kind of extended the offseason, which was nice to uh, go into this part of the preseason and uh, training camp without all that and just focus a little bit more on the game. And I think now that camps are open, uh, we're just looking forward to seeing what might be the surprise team, surprise players, uh, things uh, developing on the field, which should be another great season of a uh, little unpredictability here. I, I hope so. I, I'm, I'm sick of, you know, Patriots year after year after year. It's been a great dynasty, but I think everybody's ready, obviously with the exception of their fan base, uh, to move on. You know, I want to start in, in the Midwest with uh, with Andrew Luck and trying to fight his way back on uh, to, to an, um, you know, to, to, engage, to be able to play in a game. He just hasn't been able to do that. All accounts, Finney, seem to be he's headed in the right direction, seemingly still has a long way to go. What are you hearing about the Colts QB? Andrew Luck seems to be on track with uh, his rehab and everything you've heard and getting on the field for drills and actually throwing out there with the legitimate football is good. So all that is progressing well. I think it was a bit of a blow this week when Jack Newhart just couldn't stay healthy enough to continue his career. This offensive line is still mm-hmm. pretty good without Newhart, and that's going to be a key factor. How are these receivers going to shake up other than T.Y. Hilton? That's uh, going to be interesting as well with Chester Rogers in there. They added Ryan Grant, added uh, Eric Ebron at tight end, and they're still trying to figure out which one of their running backs, young running backs, is going to carry the load without Frank Gore. So, a lot of things in flux around Andrew Luck, and uh, first and foremost comes uh, Frank Reich in the new offense. So um, it's a lot of learning process with the guys who've been on the field, and in a way that's good, that he's having to learn, take it slow, and uh, digest that work. He may not be rushing because he knows everything out there in the system. What's the plan throughout the preseason with Andrew Luck? Is it all systems go? Is it going to be a slow burn? And We'll see him more in game three and four. What What is the plan as it sits right now with getting him back out there? Yeah, I, I see all these situations where people are wondering when Carson Wentz is going to be fine and also mm-hmm. go and uh, Sean Watson as well as another guy that's coming off a more recent injury. But when you look at the all these three situations, they just need to be ready to go full bore with these guys whenever they're in there. So I don't think in either of these situations that you're going to see someone less than 100% starting. So 
Right now, I would say Andrew Luck is a pretty good bet to go in week one, but we know they have a pretty good backup in Jacoby Brissett, and anyone knows that backup quarterbacks are okay to put in there. It's Frank Reich uh, coming from the Eagles. So they're not going to rush Andrew Luck. They're not going to say you're limited to do this. If they get him out there for the start, I think it's going to be the full start and everything and not hold him back. Uh, Vinny Iyer, Sporting News is our guest. Vinny, I saw your playoff projections, um, and we'll get to those in a minute. But where I want to start prior to that is, you know, one team that you don't have playing for the Super Bowl, and I'm so glad, uh, is the Patriots, who we talked about just a, just a second ago. Um, it looks as though that we may be finally, fair to say, the, the, the dynasty, and it has been, of the Patriots in this era um, has come to its end, or is that premature? I know you have the Chargers playing for a Super Bowl. Where are you on the Patriots? Well, I think the Patriots are right there. and Part of, of this underrated part of why the Patriots have been good for so long is their division has been bad. And, mm-hmm. and I know people say it's because the Patriots are so good, but really the division has been bad. You've had these teams pop up and make the playoffs, but very limping in type teams, the Dolphins and Bills, they just got in because the rest of the AFC is not very good. So when you look at it, though, that helps because you don't have to worry as much there. You know you're going to rack up a lot of wins in your division and be set up to be in the playoff tournament, and that's really what the Patriots only care about anyway. So that part allows them to skip ahead, concentrate on a couple games to get them to the Super Bowl. So as good as this run is, the competition really favors them, and they'll get to that point again. It's going to be the playoffs. Someone's going to have to go in and knock them off with their aggressive style of play. The Eagles were able to do that in the Super Bowl with uh, just taking it to them. Jaguars almost did that as well. So the weaknesses are there. People have figured out a little bit about how to go after the Patriots. Don't hold back and uh, be aggressive there. So all that is out there. They'll still be in the mix, but... Uh, until you see it, it's hard to totally believe it. But uh, going with the Chargers this year, we'll see how they overcome these two injuries with Hunter Henry and Jason Barrett. But uh, I really think they can give the Patriots and the rest of the year see a pretty good run here. Team that uh, I'm struggling with right now is right in your backyard there at Charlotte, the Carolina Panthers, a playoff team a year ago, Cam Newton back, but Christian McCaffrey maybe didn't give him quite as much as many people were anticipating last year. When you look at this Carolina team, we know the tumultuous year-in-and-year-out year and year out kind of turnover that we see in the NFC South. What are your thoughts on this squad and how good they can be? Well, the only consistent factor in the Panthers' entire existence has been inconsistency. That's really defined their team over the years and from season to season as well. You don't know in any given season if they're going to be 7-9, or they're going to make that run from a few years ago in Super Bowl 50, win a ton of games, go 15-1, and one, and uh, do it that way. So really it comes down to them, the players being consistent. And you circle the inconsistent player number one is Cam Newton. I mean, he's very good when he's Superman and he's running around and making plays and some schoolyard play with throwing the ball downfield. But there are some games where you scratch your head, where he just looks like a mere mortal walking around. So... That's what they're trying to do here with North Turner, trying to figure out how many more touches Christian McCaffrey gets versus C.J. Anderson, seeing if uh, D.J. Moore can be a big factor there with Devin Funches in the wide receiver core. So they've laid out so many different ways to try to get Cam Newton to not only operate at a high level but stay there. And it's been difficult because you're a little inconsistent. So this team, talent-wise, is stacked up with a lot in the league. 
but in terms of uh, little things that uh, cost them here and there, it, it, they're uh, right up there with the, those teams that are most frustrating. Vinny, which of the rookie quarterbacks, I know it's it's kind of difficult not knowing who's going to play or who may get their opportunity due to injury. We'll see one of them tonight, Lamar Jackson. Look forward to seeing him as he uh, takes on the Bears. I'm sure he'll play, hopefully he'll play a lot of the second half, but regardless, we should see him. Who? Which of the rookie quarterbacks do you think, when we look back on 2018, will have had the most success for whatever reason? Yeah, this one is so difficult because for a change, we don't have guys that are necessarily guaranteed to see the field. I mean, none of them could be starting here, and that's probably the likely scenario. Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson are definitely not starting. Sam Darnold's already been behind in training camp, and he's got two veterans to battle. Josh Rosen, they paid $20 million to Sam Bradford for one year, so mm-hmm. that's going to be hard not to play Sam Bradford in Arizona, at least in the short term. So, yeah, these rookies... Given how some of them had a lot of playing time and success in college, it's surprising that this particular class can crack into situations where they can play right away. So when you're looking longer term, I think if you put it all together, the guy that looks like the quarterback that had the most successful league, I would say it's Rosen. When you look at guys that are in the new dimension with their athleticism and can take this game in another place, I think you look at Mayfield and Jackson and, I think that leaves that Sam Darnold and Josh Allen as the big boom of bust. I think they could be consistent all pros, but they could also fizzle out in two or three years. So I think those guys have the highest volatility. I think Josh Rosen is probably the safest bet to, to, to have the best career. Hall of Fame game tonight, Vinny. Uh, as you take a peek at that this evening, no Roquan Smith for the Bears. What are you looking forward to? It doesn't need to be long here, but but preview the Hall of, game, all Hall of Fame game for us. We're so starved for football. Well, you, you mentioned it. The only thing that I want to see in the game is Lamar Jackson. I want to yeah. see how the Ravens use him, how they're going to tease, putting him in the offense. Is Joe Flacco really secure here? So let's hope that Lamar Jackson gets a little bit of time here to see what he can do. Because I know there's going to be a play or two where we're going to think about the next day. So that's what you're excited about most of the preseason, the newness. And on the other side, how much are the new Bears going to be in there to help Mitchell Trubisky in first game with the Matt Nagy as head coach and watching over their offense? So all offense eyes uh, tonight for sure. Last thing, Vinny, over under five minutes for uh, Ray Lewis uh, in his uh, speech when he gets inducted this weekend. It's got to be the over, right? I I mean, there's no other option here. So I think he could – probably have a a five-minute speech over just telling you what he had for breakfast this morning. So I think uh, it's easily uh, a case there with so many people to thank and all that and being really the true all-around first Baltimore Raven in the Hall of Fame. Good point. Vinny Iyer, Sporting News. Read him at Sporting News, and we appreciate listening to him here on the Ken Miller Show. Thank you, Vinny. Appreciate it, bud. Have a good one. Yeah, you do the same. Vinny Iyer joining us from the Sporting News. Um, Hall of Fame. Yeah. Give me if you could own. Well, who are you most excited about going in this weekend? Erlacher. Are you, well, you're a bear of crime. Right. Right. I'm not the best person to ask here. Right. No. It's Erlacher. Yeah. Even with his weird new hair. Um, you saw a lot of that in Chicago. Yeah, he's on every billboard for crying out loud. <laughs> the um, it's creepy looking, isn't it? Yeah, I guess I don't know. It, it it's weird. Well, it's just because he went from there was. You know, all of a sudden, one day he just shows up with a full head of hair, right? And teach their own.
Yeah, that's true. You that's know, true. teach their own. Look, my good friend, Mr. Executive, that's what he does for a living. Right, right. Um, speaking of Mr. Executive, he's a huge Vikings fan. Uh-huh. I would want to hear Randy Moss. Yeah. I love his story. I really I do, do, too. I think that this is a guy who's come so far. You know, for, apparently he was really shy when he grew up in West Virginia. He saw him at the Heisman ceremony. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about the anti-Peyton Manning, right? Right. There's Randy Moss. Uh, with the sunglasses on at the ceremony, looking a little bit gangster. What I a group. It. Yeah, what a group. Charles Woodson. Yes. That's, Who would win it, as yes. we know. Um, just amazing. Just yeah. absolutely amazing. All right, so uh, Ray Lewis, obviously Terrell Owens, Brian Urwacker, Randy Moss, Brian Dawkins. Pretty good group. Jerry Kramer finally getting his due. Bobby Beathard. How about the uh, Niners making it so C.J. Beathard could may, could be there to see his grandpa inducted in the Hall of Fame? That's really awesome. Class too. act by the yes. San Francisco 49ers. And a guy who gets it in John Lynch. How many... Uh, let me give you a number. Starts for C.J. Beathard the rest of his career. Well, I don't know where he's going to stay. That's right, just it. and that's what makes it difficult. If I put it at twenty, if you put it at twenty, I would take the over. You take the over. I think I okay. would. I'm not saying he's going to fly over the number, mm-hmm. but I think he's probably look. It's is he's going to have a Seneca Wallace type of NFL career, Hanging a around. Sage Rosenfels yeah. um, type of NFL career. Look, I love the kid's toughness. He yes. stayed, he got the crap kicked out of him last year. He did. And the year before at Iowa. His last two years have not mm-hmm. gone well as far as his body. The toll, at least you would think. Well, right? even the junior season when Iowa went 12-0. and Good point, yes. He was hit yes. a ton. Right. The, the Indiana game on the bad hip yeah. and, and doing But that offensive line, it, yeah, won the Joe Moore Award that year. Mm-hmm. They're very good at run blocking. Right. Pass blocking, not so much. Not so much. Over 30 sacks his last two years each year at Iowa. And then last year with San Francisco, Oof. he was beat up. But uh, he's a guy that's pretty easy to root for. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I've, I've always been a fan. All right, let's get Zubin Manti in here. Zubin joins us. Zub, Trent, and Ken, how are you? Hey, guys, how are you? Good. Thanks for uh, popping on here, Zubin. Uh, we appreciate it. Of course, we appreciate Vinny Iron, now Zubin Mahente. Zubin, um, we only got a few minutes here with you, so let's get into the um, uh, to the Ohio State situation as it uh, continues to unfold. We'll find out more information in the days to come. Do, do you see a pathway here for Urban Meyer to remain in Ohio State? Because I'm not sure I do. Yeah, I'm with you. It seems kind of difficult. I think at the end of the day, he's going to get caught up in one of his core values. You know, if yeah. you sit there and preach honesty and no stealing, no weapons, treat women with respect. If those are the tenets of your program, uh, and then you get caught in a situation where essentially one of those is going to be your downfall, it's somewhat ironic. I would also say he's in a spot where I've never really covered anybody in sports who talks in more absolutes than he does. And I think that at the end of the day will end up costing him as well because I don't think there's going to be any way he can finagle out of his statements, whether it's, what he said at Big Ten Media Days or, or otherwise, he's definitely sort of a guy that just tells you how he feels. And some cases that helps, some cases it doesn't. And I think in this particular case, when you're going to probably try to backtrack and say, well, I didn't know this or I wasn't aware of that, he's definitely a guy that talks in absolutes. And I think in some cases it makes for a great sound by talking in absolutes. Um, but I think it's going to be a huge detriment here. It's uh, definitely a difficult situation. If this would have come out in 2016, not 2018, with the Me Too movement. Would this be different? Would our conversation just two years ago be different with Urban Meyer than it is today? 
Yes, because I think the climate is significantly different. Because I think if you go back and look at what happened at Florida, he continues to maintain that it wasn't nearly as bad as people said. Mm. But if you just take a cursory look at it, it's as bad as people said. (laughs) He brought in a lot of guys. They were on their third chance or fourth chance, their fifth chance. And I'm not just talking about unfortunate cases like Aaron Hernandez. There are plenty of guys that have had misgivings and done some things that if you had these as your four tenant principles, would not be allowed back on the team. But I think we're obviously, as you mentioned, Trent, living in a different space. The climate's a little bit different. We're much less tolerant of it. I think we were always intolerant of it, but now it's just heightened sensitivity. So, yes, I believe that the situation would be handled differently a couple of years ago because our heightened sensitivity wasn't acutely aware as it is now because the Florida is the best example. If we were always this vigilant as we are in 2018, he never would have been able to get away with saying, actually, you know, it wasn't that bad at Florida. It probably was just as bad as everybody was saying it was, but because the climate was way different then, he was able to sort of talk his way out of that. Obviously, winning doesn't hurt. He won a couple SEC championships and a couple national championships in 2006 and 2008. But I think the way that Florida would have been handled today if those players were around in 2018, vis-a-vis what happened in his tenure at Florida, just goes to show how different things are because the evidence there in some cases was as appalling as the evidence here. This is one coach that has since been fired, but at the previous stop at Florida, there was case after case after case after case after case. And if those cases were headline by line August 2nd, 2018, I think they would be handled with probably 10 times as much ferocity as they were back then. Zubin, uh, I want to save a couple of minutes at the end here to, um, to, to, to have you opine on a colleague of yours who celebrated a milestone uh, yesterday at ESPN. But, but just my last thing on the Urban Meyer thing, and it has to do with, with we, I, we both, I think, feel that he's probably uh, not going to coach there again. Fast forward, to you, fast forward to the offseason, December, whatever. Does Tom Herman leave Texas to go to Ohio State? Because I'm not so sure that it's a slam dunk like a lot of people think that uh, if Tom Herman gets the call, he's good as good as gone. I don't think so, because I think he still needs to prove he could do it at the big-time level in the number one job. What he did with JT and Cardale and Braxton was unbelievable. But he wasn't calling all the shots. He was the offensive coordinator. And, yes, that work probably elevated him to the Houston job and eventually the Texas job. But it's the difference between being an NBA assistant coach and a head coach. The difference is about 18 inches on a bench but the differences are multiple when you actually have to do it. Herman, while a great recruiter, didn't have to worry about recruiting, didn't have to worry about the defense, didn't have to worry about talking to the media, glad-handing, mm-hmm. boosters, all that sort of stuff. He needs to prove he could do it at Texas before they would give him the chance at Ohio State. Now, this isn't a Ryan Day-Luke Fickle situation where the timing is just so bad that there's nothing they can do other than promote somebody from within the program and hope that they can keep the ship steady. They can interview a variety of candidates. They'll have the pick of the litter. But if I'm an Ohio State fan or administrator, all I'm thinking to myself is, in some ways, Texas and Ohio State are lateral moves, i.e., incredible programs with gigantic pressure and fan bases. But if you're telling me I'm looking at this guy doing the job, the, quote, Ohio State of the, let's call it Midwest, or the Ohio State of the, like, the southern portion of the country down there in the southwest, that in Oklahoma, I think, would qualify. If you're telling me that he couldn't handle it. He was 7-6 and six last year at Texas. Granted, they had some very, very close games. I think they lost to TCU, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and USC by 15 points total. Think about that. They lost those four games by 15 points total. 
that's a very, very, very close to maybe being a 9 or 10 win season. But if you're telling me he's 7-6 and six and isn't able to get it done in year two, there's no reason for me to think he could get it done at Ohio State if he can't get it done at Texas. You've got to show me something at a job that's pretty much equal in stature for me to be confident you can do it. Pull over to the right lane there, Zub, and let, the, <laughs> let them by. <laughs> hey, hey, Zub, last thing for you. Uh, Steve Levy, 25 years at ESPN. I'm a huge fan. I really am. I mean, I, I, it's more than just the fact that him and Melrose love uh, appreciate the NHL. Uh, him and Brian Greasy, Levy and Greasy are, are maybe my favorite college football tandem. They're right there. They're at the top of the list. Uh, he has stood the test of time. That gets my respect. Zubin, tell me about Steve Levy. He's amazing. We've had an opportunity to work together. And it was one of those moments when I worked with him a couple of weeks ago. He actually said to me after the show, um, great job. It was great to work with you. And I remember a minute before we went on the air at 11 o'clock one night, he said, have we ever worked together? <laughs> he just looked at me. I was like, I know you've probably worked with 50,000 people over the last 25 years. Make it 50,001. And he's like, all right, let's just go out there. Let's have a good time. And it was just one of those moments where it was probably par for the course for him. But it's obviously a great moment for somebody like myself that's just been there, you know, seven years to see somebody that's been there 25. I also grew up in New Jersey, and I used to watch him uh, do the local news. He was on the local New York affiliate, WCBS-TV, and he came up through WFAN, which any of you guys in radio know is in many ways the preeminent sports talk radio station in the country, Mm -hmm. sort of invented the format in many people's eyes. So he did that, and he worked his way up, and it's been a quarter century. And, you know, he's gone from college football to sports center to Monday night football post game to the NHL. And there's hopes that maybe we can get the NHL back. A lot of people are bullish on that. Me too. Um, our NHL content is definitely increasing. Um, we're going to be doing our inside our in the crease show five nights a week in the fall. So that's something hockey fans can look forward to. But over the course of 25 years, he's been there, done that. And he actually took the time for me to say, to say hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Have we worked together? What's your style? Do you want to lead? Do you want me to lead? How do you want to work it? And it was just cool because he's probably done this thousands upon thousands and thousands of times before with hundreds of people, and he made me feel like, hey, this is our show, this is our moment, let's do it. Unbelievable guy. That's a great story, Zubin. Appreciate it. Hey, Zubin, I know you spent uh, some time earlier in the week, college football camp, if you want. Uh, well, let's save that for Tuesday. We'll talk about that. We'll finally figure out uh, you know, some of the stuff that you were able to glean from your two days of intense college football 2018 uh, education. We appreciate you coming on today, Zubin. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. Thank you, pal. Look forward to it. Thanks, guys. All right, Trent, we've talked about the Hall of Fame game. Give mm-hmm. me... I got the over tonight. Oh, you do have the over. I wasn't going. I wasn't going from a gambling perspective. Oh, okay. But as a Bears fan, uh-huh. give me give me two or three things you want to see tonight. Uh, want to see the pass rush if they can generate anything there. That's defensively. I believe in Vic Fangio. That, that guy mm-hmm. knows how to build a defense. But still concerned on the outside. And obviously, no Roquan Smith when he's going to be back and helping out in the middle there. That that's the one thing though. These defensive ends, if they've improved a whole lot, so defensively, that's probably what I'm looking at. Offensively, we saw Trubisky last year mm-hmm. have some really bright moments in the preseason. But how much improved is that wide receiver group? Are they substantially better? When are we going to see Robinson? Certainly, obviously, he's not going to be tonight. But going forward, you know, that remains a big question mark. But just if he has league average or, or C minus D plus receivers, because last year, 
I don't know, maybe it's hyperbolic, but I can't remember a group of receivers as bad as what they had last year. They were awful, Trent. Yeah. Pedestrian with a capital P. I know, speaking of uh, catching the football, they're very excited about that group of tight ends, too. You know, uh-huh. they, they went out, brought in Trey Burton from Philadelphia, mm-hmm. who's more of that hybrid kind of guy. He's mm-hmm. not your prototypical tight end. Yeah, but they had they have one in front of him, and Ertz, who is yes. yeah, that yeah. hybrid. And you couple that with uh, what, Sheehan, the, the kid that they brought in from D2 the year before. Uh-huh. They're really excited about the upside. So, Nagy, I mean, look at Travis Kelsey, right? Did some look good things. Travis Kelsey. Did, did a lot of good yeah, things. Yeah, I'll, I'll say. Yeah, he's a pain in the you-know-what to fans of other teams in the FC West for sure. So how that works, you know, work in the seam, work in the middle of the field with the tight end position, it's it's the passing game. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be fine running the football. Howard's nice. You know, you can do a lot of things with Tariq Cohen. So I think they're fine there. It's It all comes down to the passing. Even though people point to Trubisky, I'm going to take it a step further, though, and look at the guys actually catching the football and what they're doing. Want to watch Lamar Jackson? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do, too. I want to see what kind of show he puts on tonight. Uh, you and Jimmy B today, I'm assuming you'll bring up this game. Uh, what yep. do you have cooking? We got a lot going on today. So Rob Howe was, as he normally does every other Wednesday, set to join us. I got a message at about, oh, 15 or so on Twitter from Rob. Hey, uh... Call my phone when right when you get done here. I can't find it. <laughs> Call his phone, goes to voicemail. Call again, goes to voicemail. I messaged him back on Twitter. Is he sitting at his laptop? Nothing. He goes, yeah, I was hoping maybe you would buzz. Yeah, it's not in my house. So he had to re- retrace the steps. So today we will get him. He found it at high V. But uh, we will talk with Rob Howlott on HawkeyeNation.com coming up at about 420. Sean Tomlinson will take a look around the NFL. Jeff Hughes will preview that Bears Ravens game tonight with us, and Ken Silverstein from Ohio. Ah, timely there. Very timely as uh, Silverstein has covered the Buckeyes for a lot of years. That's this afternoon from 4 until 6. Trent and I are back tomorrow uh, as we take you into the weekend. Friday, we're here. Well, we're here every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. We appreciate you being here with us. All of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street, Southwest Altoona. You miss any portion of the program want to listen to some of it again go to kenmillershow.com click the podcast link enjoy the football trent and i back tomorrow at noon on the ken miller show 1700 kbgg you found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 kbgg an old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu bennigan's on merle hay road Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's. Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Bellagio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. 
fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Save big on select iComfort mattresses at the Serta Beat the Heat sales event. Hurry in today to Archer Home Center in Adele or visit SertaRetailers.com. Don't miss the gun show this weekend at the Warren County Fairgrounds in Indianola. Large selection of rifles, shotguns, handguns, and ammunition featuring Mark Say. Friday 4 to 9, Saturday 9 to 5, and Sunday 9 to 3. That's the gun show this weekend at the Fairgrounds in Indianola. Sponsored by Marvin Krauss Promotions. Get a Michael's favorite from Michael's Pizza. Hot sausage, homemade sauce, three cheeses, and red onion. Don't worry, we give the driver a slice so he doesn't eat yours. 2629 Beaver Avenue or online at dsmpizza.com. Michael's Pizza. The driver's slice. It's time for some straight talk. School's starting, so I'm going to drop some phone knowledge on you. You're paying way too much for wireless. Switch to straight talk and get the same 4G LTE networks the big guys offer for up to 30% less. Plus 100 bucks off the latest Samsung Galaxy smartphones with in-store activation of any of our unlimited plans. No contract. Knowledge dropped. Class dismissed. Straight Talk Wireless, only at Walmart. Offer ends 10 10 In select stores only, savings may vary. Refer to the latest terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in 